0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Daddy Daughter Dishes. I am your host, Kiera, and with me, I have my co-host,
1: BJ. BJ. Man, Dad,
0: yeah, I'm the daughter, he's the dad. If you didn't know, (laughs) we're here to clarify. Um, Dad, you know, right off the bat, you know, our intro is kind of catchy.
1: It is. If you let it get to you, get in your bones, you know, you, you gotta kind of gotta go with the flow.
0: You get a little, get a little rhythm in it. That the, I was like drum. Yeah,
1: doing my little day.
0: I feel like I'm walking down the street, like kicking my legs out.
1: Well, I'm a, I'm a pro at that two step. Okay, see, so I'm gonna need some proof. That's about all I got. I'm gonna need some proof
0: for that. So, hey, everybody, welcome back to daddy Daughter Dishes. If you're new here, welcome. As I said, I'm Kira, and I'm the daughter, and I have my dad, BJ. He is the father, and we do this podcast as a father-daughter duo. Uh, we talk life, growth, healing, fun stories. We do a little bit of everything. Uh, so if you're new here, welcome. We welcome you with open arms. And if you're not new here and you are a regular, Come on, come get these good dishes. Come get me. Come whip it. Come whip the come cream. Come whip the us. cream with us. <laughs>
1: we have whipping the cream once again this evening.
0: Absolutely. So, Dad, just kicking it off. How how has your week been so far?
1: Oh man, let's see. Last we didn't record last week, Mm-mm. did we? No, we didn't nope. record. We. We had some stuff going on that, you know, we might touch on later, but we had some stuff on, on top of some things going on with some friends and family members, mm. you know, lost of love ones. You know, we, we mentioned Rodney's mom, um, I think, in the last episode. The one mm-hmm. that aired. That, the
0: last two, actually.
1: Yeah, so, and, you know... Things didn't work out, you know, rest in peace, Sister Gwen, she passed on, I think it was last Wednesday is when she passed, um, that's been sombering, I've talked to Rodney on several occasions, I actually talked to him, he called me this afternoon, and he was in good spirits, like, regardless of what's going on there, he was in a good place, he sounded real good on the phone, I'm looking forward to spending some time with him, and get a Jones and Double O, our other the Bunny. Problems. He's uh gonna be. We all gonna get together Friday, and uh just kind of you know surround Rodney with some love, and uplifting him and Beck. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, that and then, uh, you know, like I say, stuff was going on. Had a good weekend, uh, down in Mississippi. And I just, my spirit needed that weekend. We had some good times last Friday night and Saturday night and got a chance to relax on Sunday before I headed back up. So uh, this week at work, it's been cool. It's been kind of, Monday was a push, you know. We had a scheduled outage. If anybody out there knows anything about line work and working with electricity, once you get a scheduled outage, you got a certain amount of time, you gotta get some work done. So sometimes when you get those outages, you gotta push, especially when the dates run kind of close. And uh we had a week outage, I believe. It's been a week, gonna be a week, a little bit over a week, but we had a big push Monday uh to get some stuff done. We got it done. We we've got ourselves looking pretty, sitting pretty for it. Easy Thursday, uh coming up tomorrow. So yeah, all the hard work that we did Monday and yesterday is gonna pay off. Uh, tomorrow. So, other than that, man, we just been, you know, just been going with the flow. Looking forward to, you know, I've been itching. Talking about me feigning, I've been, I've been itching because we didn't get to record last week. So, I'm, I'm real excited. I'm, I'm hoping my energy exude is exuding out to you and to to our listening and viewing audience. Cause uh, I'm ready. I'm excited. I'm happy. I'm still loving this thing that we got going on, still got people reaching out, telling us how how awesome it is to watch us do what we're doing here. Like, and it's Mm -hmm. every time I hear something like that, it just makes my face light up. Rodney was telling me uh, when him and Felicia came up uh, because they came back up from Florida after, you know, getting the news about his mom. He said he's a dog. He said, man, I want to thank you and Kiera for those first two hours of that trip. He said, "He said we listened to the podcast, but, you know, it's just kind of listening. He said, but mm-hmm. those first two hours when we drove, we're driving back up, he said we were locked in. And, man, he said, I love what y'all got. And everything just seems so organic between the two of you guys. It just seems so real. And I was like, I said, man, that's dope. I really appreciate it.
0: Got me over here after the crowd.
1: Man, that's that. That's that thing. That's that whole. That's that whole vibe we was looking for when we started this thing. And it's, it's re, It feels real good and reassuring to get that feedback from people, and and to know that that's what they're getting from us. And that that just it just lights me up. It just it just fuels me for more. So I'm I'm excited.
0: Yeah, that was that's awesome to hear. That just made my yeah. week. Oh, that is awesome to hear. That ooh, that gives me good feelings
1: inside. Make your heart smile.
0: Yeah, it makes my heart happy. That's right. Well, I'm glad you had a great week.
1: How have how have you been since the last time we spoke? I know we dropped uh, the episode dropped this morning. Uh it was a I saw and listened to it when I woke up this morning on my way to work. I liked it. Uh, let's talk about the visit and the ceiling fans and all that good stuff. What? How has your week been since we last recorded?
0: Uh, since we last recorded, it has been quite eventful. Um, last week was just full of a lot of different things. It's event and trade show season at work. So everybody's running around like a chicken with the head cut off. Like, they don't know how things work. And so, it's like, I feel like I'm doing my job plus, like, eight other people's jobs at the same time. So, it's been like that since last week. And it is maybe three times worse this week. So, I'm just I, in the work spectrum. I'm just a little, like, checked out. Like, I am detached. And I'm just, like, watching myself just do the, do the thing. Like, I go to work. I put my headphones in, I put my little thing on Do Not Disturb. And I'm either listening to True Crime Podcast, the audiobook, or I'm jamming to like some very ratchet hood ratchet. And That's it's right. like and my, my manager, she always comes to me and apologizes because she doesn't speak to me in the morning because I have my headphones in. I say, We good. You ain't gotta speak to me. I'm like, I'm gonna do my job and I'm going. <laughs> I be in the zone. Maybe my black coworkers be pinging me like, "Are you good today?" I be like, "Yeah." Do I look mad? And be like, "Nah, you just look focused." So, so yeah, I am. Y'all looking? My tongue ain't out because that's <laughs> that not be real focused. Um, so yeah, and then just get you know still getting used to like the drive to work and coming home. Uh, it went from being like a 12 minute drive to now it's about like a 38 minute drive. So just getting used to that time in the car by myself but it doesn't give me time like i said to listen to my podcast my audio books all in yeah, yeah. so yeah it yeah, is it's at that's where i get my time in um and then i work like i'm i'm doing some pretty big projects so like it's fun i enjoy still going to work but like 75 percent of my day it's just me kind of out of my body just moving pixel pushing what we call it uh graphic designers and designers call it pixel pushing. What anybody could do for real. Uh, like anybody with a mouse could probably do it if they had the you know, the skill and the mission to do. But right. when I use my brain, that's my favorite part of working, Uh, which I have been getting to do a lot. So that's been fun. And maybe like three episodes or so, I'll be able to share a big thing I'm working on. So that will be cool uh, and
1: touch base. So you look forward to
0: yeah, you know, y'all got to come back. Y'all got to keep coming back because I ain't going to sing what episode. I'm going to just drop it and y'all going to be like, girl, we y'all probably don't even care for real. But anyways, um, touch base with my client. We had kind of took the month, the past like 30 days off because of me moving and everything. So we had paused our contract. So we reconnected this week, which was good. It's always good to connect with Krista um, shout out Krista! shout out Speak House Shout out to the team um, You know, home life Just been big chilling for real Ain't been spending no money um, Our bed came today We don't have a mattress or box spring for it yet So yeah. I don't I don't know if I can really get excited about it Oh, and I got a car wash membership So That
1: was <laughs> Wash membership.
0: Yeah. Yep. Twenty dollars a month. draw up three? Yeah. Yup. I'm you a- be- you excited about that. Yeah. Okay, Heck yeah. Don't I've the- been wanting one of them. For... No, when I say I'm not hard to please, <laughs> Daddy, it you don't even have to sell me on nothing. It don't make no sense <laughs> how fast. I pulled up to that car wash and it was like, would you like to register for, I I didn't even let it finish doing a little talk and I just said, yes. Would you like to register for a monthly membership? $20, the price of one car wash. I said, oh, I could keep my car wash once a week on my way home every week and it'll pay for itself.
1: That's how they get you.
0: (laughs) And I swiped that car so fast. Went through that car wash and just felt so great. I was like, Yeah, this is the highlight of my week. Is this what being a grown up is Did you
1: did you did your car seemed to did your car seem to run better after you got it washed?
0: Oh, absolutely. It ran better, it smelled better, it looked better, felt better.
1: When I get my truck washed, it's like every everything me the truck everything then took a shower or bath or something when we come out the other side and i wipe it down and then we get to go out down the highway it's like
0: man. i swear
1: i'm getting better gas mileage because it's dang clean man it's
0: but this clean. the oil in this feels fresh right our shops feel good
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> yeah now so that was like that was like one of them things that and you know, you don't think you are gonna find a little bit of joy in, but after I got out the car wash, I was like, oh, this was good. You know, it was a nice spring day. I went home, got out the truck, and then I just kind of stood and looked at it. And I was like, man, this was a good choice today. We made a good decision. And I think, I, now I think about it, I think I really enjoyed it just because I think that was like one of my only inner body, like conscious experiences that day. It was so out of my norm routine like you know get up get dressed go to work drive to work you know to drive like muscle memory you doing work at work muscle memory and then what i would normally do is yeah what i would normally do is go back home just drive right past the car wife but i like disrupted the flow and so i was really just able to like stop and smell the roses so you know like you said it don't take much to satisfy me i find i i prefer I enjoy in the smallest things.
1: I can definitely relate to that because I'm not very hard to please as well. I'm pretty simple. Sometimes so I think I'm too simple. Too simple. That's, yeah, too simple. I'm the same. Yeah, I, know, I know that feeling. So, what yeah. we're going to talk about today? We've talked about today, man. We've reached each other and we've touched each other and checked in on the feelings, the wellness. We both seem to be in, in high spirits, good spirits, good spaces. What are we gonna talk about today?
0: Man, today we are, so you know, we, you said we are high spirits. You know, if you're feeling light, because we coming with the light topic today. We, we, uh, we've been having some deep like, well, you know, this is deep. Like I needed to hear this. But today we just want to let loose. We want to let the let the belt buckle loose. Let your stomach hang out. We gonna talk about music today. Music, because music, music, music. If y'all heard us talk about our intro at the beginning, you know that intro song is fire. I chose it with such detail because I really wanted a funky like retro but still modern and youthful kind of vibe for the podcast. Cause I feel like that's what we give. We give youth and funky and spunky and retro and you know that. You and I, he's you like
1: retro. You think I give youthfulness? Yeah. You No, know, I'm, I'm, getting, I'm getting up there. I you got a youthful spirit. I do have a youthful spirit. I mm-hmm. caught myself running over the weekend. I was running. What the hell? Yeah, I was running like in a so I was racing. My knees feel great. Now my my arm right here, man, I don't know. I hit it uh with this this thing at work we call a hoist. I was jagging some wire together, sagging some wire and, man, that thing hit my arm. My arm ain't been right since last Thursday. I don't know. I might need to go to the doctor, have it looked at.
0: Yeah, let's make sure your insurance and stuff is up to date and everything. It's oh, yeah, I'm all right. right no, all right, anyway, cool. Let's get that, get yeah, that. but we talked about music. Yeah, you got a youthful spirit. So today I just wanted to talk about music. Um, I know personally music plays a big part in my life. Music has played a tremendous role in just my development as a person and who I am. You know, music carries a lot of memories too. So I just thought it would be, I thought it would be a cool catalyst to the conversation because I'm sure we're going to have some stories because I have some stuff in my head. So you might have to tell me I'm talking too much because when it comes to music, I love music. I have my records over there. I was going, on no, but I can't stay too far. But yeah, man, I love me some music.
1: I mean, that makes two of us. I love music as well. Uh, as far as music, just it helps me escape, man. Like it ain't like I live a hard life or anything like that. But you put on a good song, especially from an artist that I really enjoy. It just it helps me escape whatever I'm dealing with. And a lot of times when I'm driving down the road and it it, it uh really was helpful when I was a driving trucks, like being in a truck by yourself and you just traveling around the country and you just find your music that you listen to. And sometimes even today when I hear a song, it takes me back when I was sitting in behind the wheel of a semi in the, at two o'clock in the morning rolling down the highway, like by myself, just nothing but me, the truck, the road and the song. Like it, it's some songs, like there's a couple of jaheem songs when he mm. first came out and I was driving for tango and I used to, man, we used to pick up a load in the backwoods of Louisiana that went to, uh, West Memphis, Arkansas. And you had to take, basically had to take back roads all the way through freaking Arkansas and Louisiana to get, mm-hmm. uh, to back to the main highway to get you to Memphis through little rock and all that stuff. And I don't know, they had those little, uh, those little radio stations down in some of them country towns and they would play, you know, artists that weren't real well known. And Jahim was one of those artists that just stood out, stood out at that time. Cause they was like, every time I would be in that situation, they would play one of his songs. If I hear that song today, it just takes me right back to that night. It's it's amazing how that Hmm, What song is it? I, you know, it's you, the crazy part is I don't even know the title of the song, but if I hear it, I can tell you that's it. Ah, uh, you um, just know
0: it's Jaheem and his Cause I was thinking of uh, A.J. And Factor, but that's too late. That's late Jahim. No, that used to be, I think, Mommy's Ringback Tone or something.
1: You like a wine. Oh yeah, with him <laughs> be singing about all the black women, all oh, women, beautiful women. Yeah, that's a good song. He was, man, that boy was that boy was on the way to be a legend. I don't know what happened to him. He probably got strung out with some stuff. I think he's still making, it. I he's still making it. Nah he He might still be making it, but he ain't he ain't what
0: he doing. like he was back in the day. Um, yeah. we miss the old Jackie.
1: Man, I'm telling you. Yeah, that that ain't even, he ain't even one of my favorite artists. That's just, you know, one of those stories that I can bring out about, you know, a song or an artist that, you know, helped me out. Not help me out, but took me, provided memories for me.
0: Yeah, well, who would you say? you? Who are your top favorite artists? If you had to give a top five, I would say of all time, I mean, we could go on for hours per genre, but if you had to rank your top five artists, like, say you could only listen to these people for the rest of your life, who are you choose? Who is your star of five?
1: So the crazy part for me is, it's just certain like albums for songs. Like, I I don't, I'm not, I have some favorite artists, but just because they put out some music. If it don't touch me, I'm, I'm not, don't listen to it just because I feel like that's my favorite artist. I like, like, I like Jay-Z. I like Jay-Z, the black album. That is like my favorite album. I can listen to that thing start to finish any day of the week, two or three times a day. Like that's my favorite. I would say one of my favorite soft uh albums. And I like the four forty-four album. I like that too. Uh from Vill. You know, uh what else? What I got my Uncle Shay cards so y'all Yeah, get it,
0: your Uncle Shay cards.
1: I've got um and a lot of these songs that I have listed, they take me back. Like there's memories associated. With with them. Uh, I've got Mm -hmm. the Outcast. I like Mm -hmm. Outcast, like Southern Player Cadillac music. Mm -hmm. That's like a legendary album right there. Equiminae, I like that. Then you got, and I don't, for me personally, I don't know how anybody can listen to the miseducation of Lauren Hill and not put that album in up in their top five or ten albums of mm-hmm. like all time she man that album right there she sings with so much passion in that thing and it's just just good music like it's just a yeah. body of work from her
0: and it's got it's like a story to, wait are you telling me your top five albums
1: I'm telling you these artists in the album oh. why I like the arts. Yeah, these artists got, got you got you I, I, oh, okay. I don't have like a favorite the art. Like I say, Jay, I like Jay Z. And his mm-hmm. body work from beginning to end. But for me, that black the black album, I it, to me it don't get much better than that. Oh, no, uh-huh. no. And then I like Mary J. Blige. I like Mary J. Blige. Yeah, the My Life album that came out. Man, I think it was ninety three, ninety four, somewhere in there. You play that thing today, and it takes me back. It takes me to several different places. I ain't gonna get to where it takes me, but <laughs> that thing, boy, that thing hit hard. Cause and from front, and I like albums that from front, from beginning to end. Like I, I, I enjoy
0: you like no skips. No That's skips. what the youth called no skips.
1: I don't like no skips. And then uh for me, my early teens, not early teens, I guess teenage years would have been uh when Snoop and Drake came out with the chronic album. Because I like the album from beginning to end. And I also like G Thing. When I was at my senior year in high school, we we dedicated that song as our, our fucking anthem. Cause it, it was it was out our senior year and and man, we we was bumping that thing every day, every day.
0: Oh, I know, I know that was a time. I know yeah. that was a time.
1: During, during that time when when before hip hop got crazy with the like, when it got real like gangster rap, then they started killing people and all that old craziness. Man, them dudes was putting out some music. You talking about Snoop? Uh. Ice Cube, Ice Cube got some the the early Ice Cube, like right out of the NWA, that Ice Cube was hard Like what America's Most Wanted, that man. My one of my favorite songs from from him, excuse me, is uh Jackin' for Beats. I love that song. Cause he just jacked beats from everybody and he got some he got some mad flow with those beats too. Uh but I'm I like Q Pop, but I'm more I'm more of an R&B r&b guy like i love me some r&b music because it's like those people sing from the from their soul and they talk about real life stuff and how how to love how they messed up a love and how they you know beg and fight to get it back and how they'll never mess it up again. you know it's just a lot of that stuff i can i can kind of relate to you know and uh yeah that's just some of my stuff Come give me, give me some of your soul.
0: That was interesting. You you said you like R and B more, but you seemed a lot more passionate about the hip hop.
1: Oh yeah, I, I ain't done with talking about the R and B. I just I just wanted to stop talking so you. Oh, can start.
0: oh okay. Well, oh. gotcha. I was just saying, you my bad. you are like a hip hop head now. If I knew any better. Uh, so for me, I would say kind of like what you said, but I'm I'm like when my favorite artist put out an album, I'm listening to the album right when it dropped, right at midnight. For one, cause I want to support that artist and for two, because like, I don't know, it just make you feel, it make me feel a lot closer to the artist. Like when I know I listen to their music first, like I'm not that person. Like I listened to this person before everybody else, but I am this person to be like, I, I was, I know I was one of the first when that song dropped, one of the first ears to hear it. And so that just makes you feel a certain connection to folks. So with that being said, um, I love Kaylani. Number, I would, I would, I don't know if I would say number one, but she definitely up there. She got she got music for every mood you feel it. And one thing that really drove me to her was her album, um, You Should Be Here. And it was just, it was a no skip album. It came out when I was in high school, when I was in my like teenage, dramatic, low moments where I thought the world was ending and stuff. Kalani, that album got me through. When I say got me through, it got me through. Um, mm-hmm. Artist I enjoy listening to uh, Kendrick Lamar. I absolutely love Kendrick Lamar. So his album Damn. I don't know if you know this. But his, that album, you've heard it before, right? With the, um, yeah. So it plays, it tells a story forwards, but it also, you could play it in reverse, like tracks in reverse, and it tells a different story using the same songs. So it's, there's Damn, and then there's Damn, the deluxe or something like that. and It is the album, like if you look it up, it's the album listed in reverse, and it tells a whole different story, and so I really love Kendrick for his creative thinking. Like he is really one of the, like a lyrical genius to me. Like he's he's hot with his pen. And another what's that number two? That's two. These ain't top. These ain't listed. These are in. They not ranked. These is just that. Like, I, I don't have. I ain't because now nah, you can't compare any of uh, these. J Cole. Love me some Cole, man. Me and CJ, we are Cole fans, Cole heads since his early days. So,
1: so, so for me, when you start talking about uh, artists, especially hip hop artists, it's the it's the substance for me. Like if if them those two guys that you mentioned, J Cole, Kendrick Lamar. I mean, you can walk it back. Even with to me for my generation coming up, Snoop, uh, Tupac, Biggie, those people, it just seemed they told stories, but it they just made you feel like you was right there when whatever they were seeing or rabbit about happened. Like it was so vivid. The visuals, it's like you could see with your ear. Yes. Even, if that makes sense,
0: no, Daddy, that makes so much sense. Look, my next look, my next artist is—I don't think you've heard him, but his name is JID. It's Jid He goes by both. So he signed under Cole's label, J Cole's label, Dream Bill. Um, and his music—first of all, he started rapping at like 25, 26. and the way he puts words together this man he has two full albums that i can listen to no skips the album tells a story you can visualize the story like on his most recent album one of his songs talks about the night that him and his siblings got into like a brawl at a nightclub because a dude hit his sister and he literally is telling the story to where you f- i feel like i'm in the vip booth like at the party watching was happening and that to me like that how we said music is an escape when i can escape and i can visualize myself somewhere else at a party in louisiana watching y'all for the fight some people and break the door down and that's i that's some kind of music i could play all day on repeat like j.i.d yeah. I, absolutely love his music and the fact that he became a rapper by accident just goes to show you that like when god say he got a plan for you it it ain't got no time limit it ain't got no time limit
1: What you gotta do is get yourself out the way get nope. yourself out the way sometimes.
0: but yeah i didn't mean to cut you off you was you was saying you was visualizing the the music
1: oh, no I, I actually cut you off but yeah, I was just saying that, like, for a lot of these hip hop artists, and I don't want to be that guy that that down some of these artists because I don't know their motivation. I don't know what's driving them. folks but is making beats for like, TikTok. I say uh, it feels like a lot of times with a lot of these artists, they they just put together a, a find a nice beat and they they mumble some words. I, one thing I cannot stand and I will not listen to is something that I cannot understand. If I can't understand what you're saying. That's what such a all I've people <laughs> imagine. I'm telling you, man, like, I I, I shouldn't have to work to miss to hearing what you're saying. Like, I, no, I can't, this is, I can't do it. To me, it's just, to me, it's just some garbage. And like I say, I don't want to be that person. I don't want to sound like that person. Even though I know I probably do, but that's just some, you know, that's just something that I I draw the line there. Like, if I work my ass off for twelve hours a day, and then I get in my truck and put some music on, and I gotta I gotta drive down the road, and then I gotta. Okay, use your brain. What the fuck is you saying? Like, no, man, that's work after work, and that's one thing I am not interested in doing is working after work. No, I want to escape. I want the music to maybe teach me something. I want it to tell me a story to take me somewhere. I want it to entice me. I want it to let, I want the music to let me know that I'm not alone in some of my experiences or some of the feelings I may feel about something. Like that's why I love Southern blues music. People mm-hmm. like Johnny Taylor, you, man, you, them people, any blues artist, but the Southern that's blues. not so good. They got they got a way of telling stories, real life stuff, is, and and it's, again, it's like you you're there, you can you can visualize yourself at that little hole in the wall club, mm-hmm. or walking along with this woman, and he telling her how nothing is as beautiful as she is, and he's describing all these beautiful landmarks about the around the world, and he's saying, you know, we talking about the Golden Gate Bridge and, the, you know, a snow-capped mountain but ain't nothing as beautiful as you. Like, that's some, that's some, hey, man, that's some hard stuff right there. And, and they just got a way of putting it and putting it to music and, and telling it like they're telling a story. And that's, I really enjoy that kind of music.
0: Ah, uh, me too. That made me think of uh, Grandma's Hands by Bill Withers. Just I didn't, I, I think he would be considered Southern blues, but just Harrison, like he just, just describing everybody. Well, back in that time, everybody grandma hands was as he was describing, you know, they putting in the work at that house. They go to church on Sunday morning. Like she's, she's, yeah. and just it make you feel it, it brings it, it. It brings out different emotions from just your sense of, just hear it but you can still you could feel it you can see it you can damn near smell it yeah, um, right. yeah. that's great music is just, so powerful
1: music i like music that makes me feel like i don't have a care in the world and you know when a song makes you feel like you don't have a care in the world because you be trying to sing that song and you don't care where you at <laughs> like you be trying hey, to sing out off key, off key, off beat, everything. But in your head, you sound just like that song <laughs> that song be that took you somewhere.
0: Oh yeah, you you sound like damn. Maybe I do have a chance. I do got a little voice. You hear yourself? You be like, oh my god, I sound like that. <laughs> oh,
1: did, did I sound like- yeah, man. I I done sang some jams going down the road in my truck. <laughs>
0: no I feel that's definitely favorite song vibes give you uh singing in the shower uh vibes that kind of gives me like I was just talking about J.I.D.'s album going back to Kendrick Lamar his good kid mad city I mean well damn the album damn was a story in itself but his good kid mad city album like The the whole story of walking you through his teen, his late teen and early adulthood, like life, like making a song about the time you robbed somebody's house and how you didn't get caught by the police, but somebody was in the house and just describing that. Like, it's just, it's like, it's just so powerful. I don't know how to really describe it for real because it just does something to me. It really just takes you away
1: for real. That's what it does. I mean, I feel like that's what I mean by when I say it, it helps you. It provides an escape. Mm-hmm. Like it takes you a good song. A good artist can take you out of your reality for that four, three, four, five minutes of that song and have you in their reality. And you just be like, God, darn, man, that's some that's some powerful stuff right there. Yeah,
0: You like, did that in only like three minutes. Goodness gracious.
1: And then then you you talk about the 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 talent associated with some of these people. The thing that, that intrigues me about people like Jay Z is, you know, you hear stories. It's kinda like I you know, I I do it, I've done it almost every episode, make a reference to Michael Jordan. And I'll make a reference to Muhammad Ali. People that they consider the GOAT at what they do. Like Muhammad Ali used to get in a boxing ring. Or before he got in a boxing ring he would call out which round he was gonna knock somebody out now as a boxer just think about that for a minute you're gonna call out the round that you're gonna knock somebody out and then you do it okay and then you move on along to people like a person like michael michael jordan on the basketball court and the thing for me that that takes him And I'll I'll put Kobe up there with him. Everybody on his team, everybody on the other team, everybody in the stadium, everybody watching on TV, in the last seconds of a game, a close game, they knew where the ball was going, who was going to have it, and who was going to shoot it 99.9% of the time. And for them guys to come through, and some other players have done it as well, don't get me wrong, but it just seems like those two guys for me stand out above everybody else because it seems as if they did it on a more frequent basis or at mm-hmm. the in the in the games that mattered the most. Mm-hmm. Like that last shot that Michael Jordan took for Chicago Bulls against Utah Jazz. You couldn't have written a script any better for that. For him to steal that ball from Carl Malone. Dribble down court, wait a few seconds, and then make his move. Okay. And that that's the basketball reference for greatness. And then you hear people talk about people like Jay-Z. All the music he's made, supposedly he never wrote nothing. Come on. Let's we'll
0: just be talking. I what
1: come on. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, the idea on. behind it, and you hear him talk about the one in the booth doing stuff in one take. That and to put out some of the stuff he's put out, man, that's greatness. Walking, you can't. That's that's crazy to me. That's 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 just amazing. And there's, I mean, there's other artists that come off the top like that, but those, that's just the one that, you know, I, I'm more f- familiar with. And I gotta say, listening to you <laughs> describe how you, you know, you pick apart, you basically pick apart an artist. And you you paying attention to when the album drop and all that stuff. Man, I ain't, I ain't never done that like that. Like, I, it might be three, four months after the album that came out before I hear about it. I, I ain't really paying attention to nobody like that. It's like, if I hear it and it sounds good, I'm gonna keep listening. If it don't sound good, I probably ain't gonna listen to it no more.
0: That's funny because I, I well, I only do that actually to like some of my favorite, I would say, what who i consider my favorite artist because right now there's a whole album that like my friends and stuff and people i've been talking about that i have not heard it supposedly came out in like january and i still have it it's by artists i listen to like com like you know frequently but i just haven't because to me listening to an album with the artists i listen to when they drop an album it's an experience Right, so I always feel like I need to take the time, I need to set time aside to listen to it. Like, I have a few rules when it comes to playing, you know, having that listening experience for the first time. I don't put the album on shuffle, got to hear it all the way through the way it's supposed to be. Um, And two, I don't don't get on any platform where I can read other people's opinions about the music until I've had a chance to kind of dissect it for myself. Mm Mm-hmm. That helps me think critically, one. But like that's so I won't I won't just dive into an album just cause people say it's good. Like if it's not a no skips or if it's just got one or two hits, then I just want to hear those one or two hits. Don't waste my time with no trash. Cause I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear trash. But that brings me, you said Jay Z, look. That brings me to his lovely partner. Miss Beyonce, Giselle, and Carter Knowles. Knowles Carter. That. Let's talk about it.
1: Another right? amazing, Another amazing individual.
0: Listen, Beyonce Music. said, You ready? in one of her early songs with JC. She's like, You ready? And she ain't let up since. This woman. Oh my God, I, she, every album has, one, every album is an experience. But she just, she, she embodies a, a brand within an artist. Like, she is not just putting out no junk. Everything has creative strategy behind it. And she's a Virgo, so that says a lot. But every album, literally, the last album had a story to it, where she put out her self-titled album. When she put out Lemonade. Bruh, I'll never forget. We was driving back from, I think, uh, seeing Uncle Richard, Uncle Joe then. Yeah, she had just put out a uh, formation. I was like, oh, this is going to be something good. I don't know what just yet, but it's going to be something good. She just breathed my spirits <laughs> up. And I get to see her uh, in September. So I'm going to see her around our birthdays yeah me and me and britney we gonna see beyonce no it's in august it ain't in september it's in august but yeah so i that's like she's my dream person to see in concert
1: wow so that's that's pretty dope that you're gonna get to actually make that happen mm-hmm.
0: um, her and kailani so, and i met saw kailani and i met her and got to hug her
1: i can't sit here and tell you that i've listened to a beyonce album but beyonce got some songs that when they come on, I was like, dude, what's up y'all say? I know when uh, the song about the parti- partition, <laughs> when that song came out, I think the high school.
0: Sad. Like, I she said, I don't need you seeing y'all for them homies. She said, Destiny's child, I do
1: sing my name. Y'all say ain't singing like that, man she got on that, that song, she didn't song. song. You that song break my soul, soul Recent, I love that song
0: if you love that song, you should hear the album you should hear the album it's, like, go, that's, it's that times 10 you just want to do this around the house
1: mm. so I remember reading another thing about talent in the way the people who create art and deal in that realm of life the way they move. I remember when she was they, the Destiny Child group was together. I think I read it or heard the story about that song Uh, uh I think, I, if I'm not mistaken, she wrote that song while she was on an airplane, and like when they took off from one airport to another, is when she wrote that song for that for the, for them. And I'm like, man. And then the way she remade the Frankie Beverly and May song. A lot of people was giving her flag talking about she messed Man, that, that girl tore that song up. When when Frankie Beverly tell you that you did a good job on his song, then damn what anybody else say. Cause right. Man, she tore that song up. Like I wouldn't mind seeing her in concert, but the person and this might not have nothing to do with music. The person I would love to have the experience of their concert was was Janet Jackson. This ain't got nothing to do with music. (laughs) What you mean, Janet Jackson is one of the best popular artists in in history.
0: Why did you want to see Janet Jackson?
1: Man, look, I wanna be that guy that they pull up off the stage out of that crowd and put on that thing and let Janet do that thing, do that boom it. And look, I'm just keeping it one
0: hundred. I will pay good money.
1: I think anybody would pay good nah. money to, <laughs> anybody to, anybody money to go to this. <laughs> and you know the funny thing about 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 those every time I see one of those clips of that experience, the dudes don't really look like dudes. It was like they be knowing who to pick out the crowd to put up there.
0: <laughs> they picking their biggest fares. They thinking that people are gonna be settled
1: shocked. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah but they ain't. And I think I heard a comedian say they ain't picking no bras to put up
0: there. Hey, yeah, but yeah. You, yeah. Might, you might you might think that till you get up there with Janet Jackson, and you might start acting like. <laughs>
1: I'll be. I would probably act just like him. I would probably. I would probably actually embarrass myself in in front of the whole world.
0: Well, let's make sure you never meet Janet
1: Jackson. No, it's not. It's it's probably not gonna happen. It's it's too Janet a little older now, and I don't I know. If she like she used to.
0: <laughs> well, okay. You said you said Janet Jackson. You would want to go see her. That's somebody I wouldn't expect. So, like, what kind of, what genre, is there a genre of music that you, you catch yourself vibing to quite often that people might be shocked to hear that you like or, like, a certain artist or song?
1: No, I, it, there ain't, there is no surprise with me. It's, I mean, there are some country music songs out there that if I hear them, I'm going vibe to them. Like uh, what's that song, Tennessee whiskey?
0: Oh, Tennessee whiskey is a classic. It's yeah, it's smooth. Yeah, that's worth right worker. Cause those songs kind of have a little bit of something. Not a lot of them. They have soul to them too. When they got that that southern. There's a fine line between uh southern blues and some uh that the
1: country. They, they say country country music ain't nothing but the white man blues. That's what okay. I've heard been saying before.
0: Because they tell a story, man. They be crying. It's a couple. Oh, my baby's gone. She took my tractor in my <laughs> and Made them in overalls and a cowboy hat. Okay.
1: <laughs> it's funny you say something about a tractor because you know it's... Big it's green track. About- you pull a ride on my feet. You pull a ride on a big green. Holy What he another ain't another one. It's a man. I like I said, I don't. I don't know the artist, but it's another song. This dude, he singing about uh, his lady wearing this little black dress, and uh, soon as they get home, they hit the floor or something, something like that. Oh snap! That's a nice song. I mean, I I would sing it. But I ain't trying to embarrass myself. Something about walking through the front door, uh seeing that black dress hit the floor, and oh yeah, it's it's a it's a
0: it's a phone.
1: I'll just get explicit, but you know, you can they they paint a picture as well. I just know songs be, be dope. And then you got man, you a little dirt on my boots, stuff like that. Some of them songs be pretty catchy. If I hear you, him, I'm gonna vibe to him.
0: You know what I I feel well this is kinda a subgenre. Uh I don't know if Siege had realized what he had gotten himself into because I like <laughs> I like uh like hip hop punk music, what I guess would be considered punk, like uh rage, kinda like hip hop rock and roll sorta. Uh so Jada Pinkett and her daughter was singing at one time. Mm. No, I'm not Gen- genre. It probably is, but I ain't talking about them like uh Rico oh. Nasty. It's just what I uh JID, he makes a few uh rage music, rage songs, Dreamville raw, but just like music that you can head bang to. I love. I love it just it feels like a way that I get out my emotion. Like I just I get to exude something. So if I'm, you know, yeah, and I'm, just, I'm like, I don't know what feelings I have, but I feel like I'm bottled up and me just shaking. It's just releasing everything, man. When CJ saw me, uh, I think it was Dreamville the first time I did it. Cause Rico Nancy was there and she got a song where it's literally just, it's some rock hip hop rock and he just, I was just jumping up and down, like shaking my head, like. Just, just going hard. I mean, it was other people there because it was a festival, so everybody was just like raging. And CJ was looking at me. He was like, "I didn't know you liked <laughs> it." he was like, "I didn't even know you knew who Rico Nasty was." I was like, "Oh yes, Rico Nasty. That's my girl." Uh,
1: I tell you what, that that's that's something that I tip my hat to y to you about. Like, I guess you being a a creative, being in that. In that lane in life it 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 intrigues you uh, music artists even artists people that paint pictures and stuff that intrigues you and i, I found that's pretty dope i'm I'm not that involved like i mean just give me some some good old r and b stuff you know from some experienced artists every now and then i'll you know I'll pick in on somebody new
0: you know what it got. Me. You know what that just reminded me of? You probably don't even remember, or you might. Uh, One of the times you had picked me and CJ up from the airport, and we was driving back from St. Louis, and you we was driving, and we was talking about, I don't know who we was talking about, but we ended up talking about Victoria Monet. And I was, oh, because she dated Kaylani. And I was like, did you know Victoria dated Kaylani? Like, she's seen this one song. And then you was like, you know this song called A uh, Friend You Can Keep? By uh, Victoria Monday? you was like, "That's my jam." Her and a Lucky Day, and I almost I fell heard. out, Daddy. I almost <laughs> peed on myself because Victoria Monday yeah, did. She was a very niche artist. Like that's all her songs are bangers, like that. Like they make you feel something. And so the fact that she was just like, "You know that Victoria <laughs> Bond," <Bunch." laughs> I was like. Yeah, <laughs> like I feel like I probably had the same reaction Mommy had or whoever had when Farid asked her for some college dropout. Like I was like, "Yeah, I do know that song. How do you know that song?"
1: Yeah, so like I say, I dabble every now and then, but I don't just I don't just stick both feet in. I'm a little, you know, a little reserved with my with my music.
0: But I wonder, does that is that a generational thing too? I don't know. Because you, I mean, I have exposure. I have exposure to all those different, you know. I grew up with access to the internet. I could download any song I wanted to. Where, I mean, Absolutely. y'all can have CDs. You know, you had to have the music already in order to listen to it. Unless it was on the radio. I had to go back.
1: Yeah. Go to the store and buy it Until LimeWire came out. And and, LimeWire came out. Most of us wasn't even interested in looking at the music because we was downloading a of stuff. Yep. Oh,
0: <laughs> no, no. Viruses. Look, I'm going to save you. Viruses, because LimeWire, you yeah, to give you viruses. Yeah, and me downloading Sims. I was downloading Sims. I, well, I don't know what yeah. you downloading,
1: um, but yeah. I'm not going to talk about what I was downloading, but I was downloading the garbage. Goodness gracious. I'm talk about it because it was garbage goodness Anyway, tell about all this music and these artists. What, um, what have you been to? How many, um, I know you've been to some concerts. Talk about your favorite or like your first concert you went to. And oh yeah, be like one of your favorite, one that sticks out the most.
0: So I feel like if I say my first concert, I'm gonna be lying. Um, actually, no. So technically, I might be lying. The
1: one the one that comes to your mind first when you think about it.
0: So the one that first comes to mind is just Kaylani because it was just that, like I said, her music has done a lot for me. It's got me through some really hard time. Like she makes music for the times when you are feeling low and you need to pick me up. So it has done a lot for like my self-esteem and stuff. So for to finally be able to one, see her in concert, because she also makes that kind of raging music. Uh, but she also makes R&B, hip hop, all that good stuff. Uh, but to see her in person and to meet her and to the, you know, get just, I mean, I only talked with her for like two minutes, but the conversation just felt so pure. Like she didn't give me any vibes of like the uppity or anything like that. So that was really a con And then we had, again, seats real close too. So I was able to experience her like for real. And um, just see like the power of what, it always amazes me concerts and festivals because one person can bring so many people together under one, you know, I mean, like God also, but you know, seeing a person uh, bringing that one person brings all these people together. Like it was so people of different races, ages, gender, sexualities, like everybody was there. It was older people there, younger people, just. Kaylani was singing one of her love songs. There was some old people in the crowd and they were like, we love this song. And then they pointed to the old, they were like really old too. And so just knowing that that, that concert experience was great. Um, my other concert experience, like I have, I feel like I've had a, quite a few actually because of the fact that I went to HBCUs and Homecomings are our concerts. So I've seen a lot of people in concert, but I would say nothing tops I say nothing tops, but I'm never going to another festival again. Um but nothing tops what I experienced at Dreamville Festival last year. Uh, it was 2022. Um that was that was that was quite the experience. For one, Dreamville is a very chill. Their artists make very chill music, um like what you would consider conscious rap, uh pretty good R&B like they make the music where people be like, why don't they make music like this anymore? That's the music you go listen to when you want to hear that. No, and probably, so... I probably would enjoy that. You absolutely would. And so to be at a festival where I would say 90% of the lineup were those artists, it just meant you were going to be with some chill people. Like there was no drama. All their music is positive. Um, You know, just about... Like I said, storytelling. JID was there, J Cole was there, and it was just—it just felt like it felt like one big peace session. Uh, what did what did they have back in the day in the seventies, eighties? What was that um, concert the white people would we'll be gone stop. to? Yeah, it felt like Woodstock. People was just vibing and and like just just vibing. I mean, with the exception of the two guys, that was awesome stuff and went zombie mode it was beating people up. But other than that, like, they was just vibing. But I'll never go to the festival again because of those two guys.
1: Right, PTSD associated with yeah, that.
0: Man. Gotta keep my head on. Yeah,
1: that's some freaky stuff. Like, you know, it, it, I was concerts. I can remember my first concert. I, I don't know how old I was. I might have been 8, 10 years old. We had took a family trip to Six Flags in St. Louis, and most weekends they have some a group or an artist at the little fest the stage up there and it was a whole group like i say i was I was like ten years old, so the first it was cool in the game, and they were singing you know they got the song celebration you know they ended with that one. I lost you, care
0: no, nah, I'm still here.
1: Okay.
0: I my um, camera cut off. I'm fixing it.
1: But yeah, um, that was my first concert experience. I can remember to this day being on my dad's shoulders and uh and watching that concert. Um then as a teen I had the opportunity to go back to Six Flags and uh see BBD in concert and that was the years after um New edition had broke apart, I guess you can say that. And BBD, Bell Bill DeVoe went out on their own, went up there with a youth screw and enjoyed that. Are you there?
0: Yeah, I'm here. I'm muting myself while I change my battery. If y'all listening, my camera is just tired, but I'll probably cut this part out. But just in case I don't, I'm muting myself so I can switch this battery out.
1: Well, I'm going to stop talking till you get back.
0: No, keep talking. I'm here.
1: How do you go out? Okay. So it's I feel like I'm talking to myself. That's weird. Anyway, I went to see BBD uh in St. Louis again. And then I went to uh S.I.U. Carbondale when it's, when uh MC Hammer was hot. Really? They uh Yeah, he came to Carbondale, him involved. I think Vanilla Ice was, if, I think it was Vanilla Ice, too. So, you know, it was, it was, now that was a high energy concert. And I, you know, I was a teenager. I had, I had a lot of fun at that concert. Uh, I've been to see Jamie Foxx in Chicago. thing about Jamie Foxx is that guy is multi-talented.
0: Man. He can
1: play jokes. He can play instruments. And that dude, I don't think he get enough credit for his singing ability.
0: That, he does. He don't. Have you seen his podcast? Um, have you seen um Tank's podcast, RB Money? So he has he has a podcast with Jay Valentine. Uh Tank and Jay Valentine. And Jamie Foxx was their first guest. And he, he's just an all around creative person. And it really it makes you makes you appreciate what like the stuff he did, even for the movies, like Ray and uh What's the other movie with, with uh, Mike
1: Tyson? Did he play Mike Tyson? Did he play no, Tyson? Muhammad? Ali. Oh, he played, he played <laughs> yeah. Muhammad Ali's like, Manager, not manager, but he was in Muhammad Ali's corner. But uh, Will Smith played Muhammad Ali. Jamie Foxx was in that movie. straight so Ali's Hamlet. I forget his name.
0: Okay, but yeah, just like the the what goes in what what he put into. I think they call it method acting or whatever, but just how he can switch, how he can, in the interview, he switches to Ray Charles, like mannerisms and everything, and he can just, and it's like, you if you're doing that with acting, imagine what his brain is doing when he's making music. That, I don't know what the album was called, but the, with the unpredictable, we about to do something, yeah. that whole album, she had Just Like Me. No, no skips no skips and for some reason i can't listen to the whole album on spotify it's got like two songs i can't listen to and it's like two of my favorite songs up a it. bit so
1: and mm-hmm. you got do you guys premium subscription or you got basic?
0: Yeah, yeah i got premium i got i got premium you know i pay for the luxuries of spotify
1: you need to write them a review because that's not cool
0: I think it's maybe sound like a sample, maybe didn't clear. It's normally something legally that they have going on because Beyonce had something like that too.
1: But she, she, she oh, That's a That's some bullshit. Really. If you play a premium, you shouldn't have no issues listening to nothing. It's
0: it. okay because I can go on YouTube and search for it for free.
1: But yeah, that's another, that was another good concert. Then I, I seen, um, now you know who put on a good concert.
0: is just for to say it, Charlie Wilson.
1: <laughs> hey, Kima, man, that dude. I'll tell you, he, that man. It seems to me like he sounds better in person than he does on his records. Ooh, because that man can sing, and he puts on a good show. And I saw him, him, uh, Fantasia and Johnny Gill in concert one time. That was a good show. And then I saw, uh, my favorite. My favorite concert was probably when I saw Maxwell, Anthony Hamilton, and, and Mm. That was that was a pretty good concert because all those guys could sing, and they just sing about stuff that I like, you know, love, and you know, being with somebody and all that bushy people would consider bushy gooey 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 stuff. I kind of enjoy that kind of music, and I like the old school R and B scene. Teddy Pendergrass. Teddy you know, hear people talking about Teddy P. Marvin Giss- So she was some Marvin G- G- Gaye. Some Luther Vintra. The Manhattan. There's the Manhattan songs out there. Now, some people who listen to this probably ain't never heard of Manhattan's, but they got the Manhattan's greatest hits and they talk about oh. my shining star and oh. stuff like that. Man, it'll, it'll touch your spirit. It'll touch your spirit. Some of these people who who all into violence and whatnot? They need to go listen to some of that stuff. It might ease their souls a little bit. No, oh, From no, no.
0: I like some violent music. I that, but I you're not a violent, violent person music because I have that violent music outlet. I, Daddy, I love. I don't know what it is. I think it's just like I said. I really gravitate towards that punk rock so certain songs if there is what's considered a drill beat so like a pop spoke his music uh rest his soul. Mm-hmm. so beats like that anything that sound like some real gang type music oh i'm down my my playlist we get me and cj get in the car sometimes and he'll be like but why, you, it, how do you even find this music? Like, I was a big fan of Pop Smoke, big fan of King Von, big fan of uh, Young Dolph. Like, I just need everybody who's gotten killed. But I just love, and I love down south rap. I love music about violence. I don't know what it is. I think it's because I know I don't live that life. So I know that it's, it, it's an escape for me. But
1: the record mm. companies were successful because of people like you. You just love that craziness. I sure do. Give me more. I can only take so much of it, and that's crazy because I came up in the the gangster rap era when it started, and uh you know, some of the greats from then are, you know, they're gone. Life seemed like it ended too soon, and you know, you got to be careful when you talk about the energy and. Putting stuff out there to the universe, is, they say that stuff will come back to you. So.
0: It sure will. Hey, look, I will cleanse myself now. I, look, I got a playlist that has a. It's got King Von talking about murdering and robbing, and the next song is Kirk Franklin. So I, I got, I got, we could jam now. One, go from one extreme to the other, huh? Look, and then the next song probably some Taylor Swift. Uh, it's it's just, you know, music, if it make me happy, I am gonna be listening to it. Like there's this one song right now that I have on repeat, uh, Dance Now by J.I.D. again on his most recent album. It's just a song. One, it just makes you wanna dance. Like it just gotta be, you just wanna like move your shoulders up and down. I always picture myself, Um, what's the, what's the, well, the peanut, uh what's the show? The, what's the cartoon oh my god what's the yeah what's yes so i always picture myself a character in that scene where they be dancing like <laughs> yeah, exactly but so when i hear that song when i hear that exact song that's what i picture myself doing so no matter what mood I'm in, like I can be the shittiest mood. If I play that song, it's like oh, like I'm I'm in my zone.
1: <laughs> oh my goodness, girl! I learned some stuff about you tonight. How about this music,
0: I told you I love me some music. I love music so much. It it no you,
1: you not only love you love the 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 ins and outs of music not just the music you love everything about the music the story behind the song the inspiration behind the album you love all that i just like what it sound if it sounds good to me it make me it can take me somewhere that i don't normally go it it makes my soul get all mushy inside then i'm i'm roll with it i guess okay. my my version of uh of of of, of like That ratchet is was the gangster rap because I I I listened to it, but I never really got involved in it that much. Mm -hmm. And I you know I used to listen to Park and Biggie, which to me them guys were that wasn't gangster rap. Them guys were just they was just rapping about I feel like was what their lives were, Mm -hmm. and they just got caught up in the mist. Now Snoop came along, he kind of started talking about LBC and you know. Wearing the blue and have uh, that's a little bit different. Even though Snoop still in the game, now owning Death Row. That's now that's a story for your ass right there. That's a story of success. Right
0: there. Yeah, he didn't rebrand it. Him and Martha Stewart is besties.
1: I know, right? Shout out to Snoop Dogg. I think they be doing a little more being besties, but you yeah, stop it, girl. That's <laughs> that business if they are. All...
0: I ain't, I ain't judging them. I'm just making an observation. No, but like you said, I, I truly do enjoy like all parts of the creative process that it takes to create a work of art, like an album or a song. And I think it's I think I dissect it. Like there's even, there's this one podcast called Dissection where each um, each season of the podcast, he's dissecting a different album. So each episode is him dissecting a song and so I think that it really makes me yeah so I really think it makes me appreciate it more knowing knowing that when I create something what inspires me what, what has drawn me to do that and so to hear something that someone has gathered inspir- inspiration for um, sat down with uh, put their music out like there are so many people in the world I would be so afraid to put some music out with the fear that somebody would listen to it and they do it and they promote it. And so I just, when I have an opportunity to let an artist, I mean, if it's just me tweeting them, they might not even see it, but I'm going to let them know. I appreciate their music.
1: Hey, I hear you. I hear you on that. When you say that about uh, being afraid because there's so many people in the world, it made me think of uh, Erica Badu. When she say, um, you keep in mind that I'm an artist.
0: I'm sensitive about my
1: shit.
0: Me, when I put out every episode of this podcast, i mean be like, what y'all think? But watch your mouth.
1: Hey, it's like, man, that's another artist. Like, in that genre, I think that's called Neo Soul. She's in the Neo yep. Soul type genre. I love that type of music. Like her, that Baduism live album she put out years ago, that's another one of them classics that I, I really enjoy listening to. I can listen to that every day. Because you, you get the crowd interaction, and you just get her live band, and that's just, to me, it's just an amazing body of work. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was getting ready to say, uh, who else we got? I uh, like Jill Scott. Um, yeah, Net-
0: I like Solange. Solange, uh, she is, I guess she, I, I think you would consider her Neo Soul um like I think that's her genre but she makes good works of art as well now her last album yeah I did her literally yep I met her at Howard she dropped by the bookstore and bought me a book um but her album actually got me through my freshman year at Howard like uh what's the album called a seat at the table and it's just different songs about basically the the history of what it's like to be black so whether it's being undervalued by someone when you know you bring a lot to the table or just being mad about what the world is giving you as a black person and um being, seeing how white people can be mad when they see people successful, people of color be successful and you know, all this stuff. So that was an album that absolutely got me through my, what was what, 2016 and 2017 My freshman year at school. So when I did get to meet Solange, I definitely there's video footage. I nearly passed out. I was the first time I felt real tingly in my feet. I said, "I don't know what's happening, but I don't want it to end." (laughs) Did you say it like that? I did. I did. It was. It was embarrassing, but she was. She was here for it, so I didn't mind.
1: That's all right. Yeah.
0: Well, you got you got any other uh, music artist stuff, or you think you good?
1: I don't think I'm good. I just, uh, you know, there's so many great artists out there in every different genre of music. Uh, you know, it's one of those deals where to each his own. Whatever floats your boat, whatever makes you feel good when you're listening to it, whatever moves you, whatever helps you escape, man, go with it, cause. And music, they said, music make the world go round, and a lot of people could benefit from listening to different genres of music or listening to different artists. They might see things from a different perspective if they're open to doing so. Mm-hmm. So yeah, music, music is very, very powerful. Uh, I know one of the, one of my favorite songs. It's a live song. I think it's uh, Marvin Gaye's uh, "Distant Lover" live version. I think he. Uh, recorded it at the Oakland Coliseum like in 1974 or something like that. But when he he's talking as the music is playing in the beginning of that song, gets to that point where he says this didn't love her. And man, though, the, you can hear the crowd just goes absolute nuts. You hear the women screaming. And I'll, every time I hear that, I'm like, and how does that... Uh, how does the artist feel to be on stage and to say that line and have that crowd react like that like that's gotta do something to you
0: man Man. and I I I love I don't know how they used to do it back then but I know now like like I keep saying him uh J.I. Dean he like he's still he not still fresh to music but to the where he performed at Dreamville, he has like a certain line in some of his songs. So when the audience says it, he was he just lit up with joy. Like and he was literally in the mic. Like y'all don't know how how grateful I am for this. Like this is such a great feeling and to hear people singing my song, and to just know that you got that one line that the people love. And you, I bet they be hyped when they finna get up to the part. They probably be like, ooh, watch this. Yeah. And it just seeing everybody's reaction like that has to be a great feeling. I love that for them.
1: But, yeah, I, I, it's got to be a great experience. Like you say, you, you'd you be terrified to put a song out yeah, because there's so many people that can listen to it across the world. But them guys and yeah, those men and women who put out music, that's, it, it moves them. For them to move us, it moves them. It's some of the stories you hear about, like concerts. I I think I remember listening to Jay Z talk about having to follow up uh, DMX at a a SummerSlam.
0: I know exactly what he's talking about.
1: Man, he said that dude was backstage and took his shirt off and was getting all amped up, and all these, he started with a prayer or something, a a growl or, or something like that. he said the crowd went. Nuts, and he was <laughs> back there thinking like, "I gotta follow this.
0: Shit. I gotta, I gotta kick this. I gotta do what he did, but
1: better." Yeah, that's that's gotta be. And then like to have that, like you, you know, when you reach a certain level or some Now nah, you ain't even gotta reach a certain level to be a person. Whether you be an athlete or a person just living your day to day life, when you have that competitive spirit in you, mm. like to be in that position as Jay Z, who you supposed to be in the music world. And then you following up another great like DMX, how he moved the crowd, and you sitting back there thinking like, God damn, I got I got to bring my shit tonight. Like I can't let him outdo me, and that just bring out the best in the next person who's really up to that task. If they are a dog, mm-hmm. if you a dog, a dog gonna bring out a dog. And that is that's one of those things. I
0: look to wrap that up. What you just said, I me and I got to experience this not this past weekend, yeah, a few weeks ago so we didn't go to dreamville in person but they were streaming it on amazon prime so we got to watch it and so j cole was headlining but he also brought out drake and drake also brought out lil wayne and they also like so it was everybody we could a lot of people we considered a great it was just so amazing to watch them all just they just going off each other. They, it was so, I was in the living room, like, in tears. Like, cause they just, I mean, they're, they're my greats. And so to see all of them and know that, you know, they put so much into their sauce, it was just so cool to see them just being great and using that competition, that dog, you know, that dog uh, mentality. And Drake was going, he's sassy. He's so sassy. I love it. I love it.
1: He's
0: the He He's the best. He likes candy. I <laughs> think him. He likes candy. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so I think that was good. I think that was good. I think we talked a lot. A lot. We could, I mean, I could go on and on about music for real because I didn't even get super deep. But uh, yeah, I got, uh, I, I'm going to see you some songs about what you should listen to. I think you were really yeah, like J-Heart. I'm,
1: I'm, I'm hoping oh, to expanding my my um uh, repertoire, my music repertoire, a little bit, I guess. I'm, I'm
0: gonna have you a JID go. album, uh, fan.
1: Before we before we go, we talked about you. We talked about Beyonce early and how you you know a big fan and you get an opportunity to go see her. That made me think of our your cousin, my nephew, because he is a huge Beyonce fan. Zeke, nephew Zeke, Isaiah, just wanted to give him a shout out. Shout out to Z. Baby, what's up, the nephew? I'm sure he probably has seen a couple of times
0: already. I'm pretty sure he has. He's he's a member of the Beehive business. I'm touched. Mm. But, uh, <laughs> No, shout out to Z. So, do you have any reviews for us this week? Because I don't. Uh, no. You know, we have repeat. Uncle John? Oh. Uh, yeah. I I got the Facebook post pulled up. I was just gonna say I have nothing from anybody new but Uncle John absolutely I really he 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 follows the directions and I appreciate him for it uh his he he brings this. I catch you both on Wednesdays and must admit your pod is a game changer because at 58 I've either been through some things or going through it and my support system is really not that good here in 307. He lives in uh, Cheyenne, Wyoming, right? Wyoming. Yep. But I do know who I can turn to in my time of need. If all else falls, I always look forward towards the hills where my help comes from. So that was a really good, another just good review to hear.
1: When I read that this morning, I it brought, it brought me to tears. Like that one, and then uh, when I talked to Rodney and what he had to say, about uh, the first two hours of their drive and how we help them. That that's like I said when we started on. That's why we doing what we're doing. Like we we enjoy the the accolades, the the known shout outs, the known acknowledgements we do. But in essence, really, if you watching us or listening to us, and you getting something that make you feel that goodness, while while we're whipping the cream, make you want to whip the cream with us. That's what we're here for, man. Like, I can't really just uh, express it any other way. That's what we set out to do when we decided that we were going to do this. Those vibes and those thoughts are what we were striving for. And I just hope, you know, we want more people to tune in, more people to listen, because we want we want other people to feel that goodness, as we always say. Just come on, feel this goodness, feel this love, because that's what we're trying to spread absolutely we really appreciate those who are listening and those who are tuning in we appreciate y'all man like nothing but love for everybody
0: yes absolutely just like my daddy said man we we want to reach more people so that they can feel this goodness of daddy daughter vicious. so if you are listening if you're watching whatever platform that you are hearing my voice on Go ahead and, you know, give it five stars. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, if you haven't left a review, go leave us a review. Um, You can either just tap the five stars or you could tap the five stars and write a review. You could do it double time or you could just go on a post and just let us know you appreciate it. The more you show us and tell us that, you know, you really rock it with the content, the more that people like you can see it. And that just, you know, brings us while we do love to read the reviews it's more so for the visibility as uh, another podcast i listen to says it's not for our edos it's just so we can reach more people <laughs> so uh, outside of that if you leave a review uh if you're not subscribed to the podcast go ahead and subscribe add us to your library we come out weekly um and if you want to leave us a letter, you can get in our mailbag, uh, dannydarterditches at gmail.com. And we're on all the other socials, but y'all are grown and y'all know how to find us. So I'm going to stop talking to y'all like y'all are children. So with that being said, father, I come, I come with good ones. I come with a banger.
1: You come with a banger?
0: You got to turn your brain on because it, it might take a second to click. I mean, it, it probably won't, actually. I'm being dramatic. Okay. It, it, him. Why can't you hear a pterodactyl dinosaur go to the toilet?
1: Why can't you hear pterodactyl dinosaur go to the toilet? Why can't you hear
0: it? Because it has a silent P. Because pterodactyl is spelled with a P. <laughs>
1: Yeah. yeah, I know.
0: <laughs> Just in case people didn't know how to spell pterodactyl.
1: <laughs> y'all better go look it up. <laughs>
0: we'll see y'all in the next episode.
1: Y'all be good. Okay, we good, gonna be good at it. Because <laughs>
0: it has a silent P. The P is for
1: pterodactyl.